We are continuing our series, Life is About Choices, and today we are looking at by four. Amen. It's good to see all of you. I think a quick summary of what we've been covering. We've been saying that the choices we make in life have consequences. Hallelujah. And uh, basically, I think challenging us to say, if we do not like our life right now, then don't just pray about those things. Change your actions. Change your decision-making process. I seriously believe that what we need in our life is to change our decision-making and also to change our actions. I think if there is a nation that prays a lot, one man prays in Malawi. If there is a continent where people pray a lot, one of those continents is Africa. But maybe we haven't come to the point of not liking the way we live our lives. And we've been saying that we are where we are. Because of what we believe and because of what we do. It's very difficult for you to do things in contrary to what you believe or in contrast to what you believe. I said in the English service, the first service that there's absolutely nothing wrong with us. Because sometimes we believe that because we were born like that, then there's everything wrong with us. There's absolutely nothing wrong with us being born like that. In God's mind, in God's wisdom, the way you were to be born, you were to be born black. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with the speed magician that we have. There's also nothing wrong with the location we are in. The earth is lost and everything and everywhere there. We were to be born where we are right now. We were not going to be born elsewhere. We needed to be here. But there's a, a statement that Albert Einstein said. Albert Einstein said that the significant problem in Earth cannot be solved at the same level with we art or with reality. I've added a few words to that. Basically, to say the significant problems we face today cannot be solved at the same level of thinking we were at when we first created those problems. It means our thinking process needs to change. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we cannot expect to get different results with the same level of thinking if we continue to operate at that level of thinking. There are so many people in life when you look back, when through the same class, taught by the same teacher, but their destiny is different. That people can be born in the same family, same father, same mother, and their destinies are different. When you check, you actually see that what makes us have different destinies in life is not where we were born, is not the family we were born, or the nation we were born, or the, or the school we went to. Actually, most of the time, it depends on the choices we have made in life. I've, I've seen people who went to a community based secondary school at the back of beyond. Today they are in positions of authority because of the choices they made in 
And the other woman with the most prestigious, you see them to be left in the world. The most prestigious schools are today they are over on the streets. Why the decisions they make? And I've come to conclude that actually when it comes to expression, where the school you went to, yes, you can make some connections and other things, but it actually doesn't determine that the life is going to happen. Amen? So, for the next three weeks or so, I want us to look at the case study of some two gentlemen. The two gentlemen that we're going to look at are Jacob and Esau, or Esau and Jacob. Let's go to Genesis 25, verse 20. Genesis 25, verse 20. In verse 19, they say, okay, let me, let me begin verse 19. This is the genealogy of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham before Isaac. That genealogy. The genealogy. So the Bible says Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah as wife, the daughter of Bethlehem, the Syrian of Madanaram, the sister of Bethlehem, the Syrian. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah his wife conceived. But the children Struggled together within her, and she said, If all is well, what am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord had said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from the Lord. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the other shall serve the other. So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed, there were twins in our womb. And the first came out with to like the hair of the garden or so of his name. Afterward, his brother came out and his hand took hold of his son. So his name was called Jacob. Isaac was sixty years old when she bought him. So the boys grew and his son was a skillful hunter, the man of the field, but Jacob was a man of the land. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his dead, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Amen. Let's stop there for today. We continue to expand next week. The second of the death. It's a very interesting story because when you look at Esau and Jacob, they were conceived on the same day. Stayed in the womb of their mouth for the same period of nine months. And they were born on the same day. Maybe the only thing that differentiated them was the second, if not the least. And yet, even though they had the same father, even though they had the same mother, their destinies. When you look at Esau and Jacob, there are two incidents that I think are being very common with all of us. Incident number one is the buying of the birthright, which we are going to look at 
mercy. And I want you to take note of that value. Instant number two is when Isaac had to bless, ended up blessing Jacob, presuming that he was blessing Israel. Now, in the body of Christ, in the church, there's been a very common thing. The common thing in that in the body of Christ, in the church, has been that Jacob was a man. And that Jacob was a deceiver, and that Jacob cheated Israel. And when you read and when you hear a lot of people preach and a lot of people talk, actually a lot of people are sympathetic of Israel. And Jacob, I believe, has been judged and fair. Because when you look at Jacob, people believe he was a fool. But, but I, I began asking myself, but when you look in the Bible, the Bible says the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And I'm like, Abraham was a friend of God. And Isaac was a child of promise. Can we actually say, don't Jacob was God of the king? Can we say that? But when you look in all these things, as you read that story in this 29 going all the way, you actually come to a point whereby you find that there is a process that happened, and Israel, in verse 34, the Bible says that he despised his temperance. And we're going to dig into the better next week. I would like you to encourage you to do some Bible study on the page back Spanish scripture, I will show you the things in scriptures next week about page But the Bible, it brings a verse that says, there is some despise this You can actually conclude that Esau was a disrespectful person who didn't find what he as we will see it. And unfortunately, many people are like that. Many people despise what God has given. Rebecca is pregnant as we can see. And in Matthew 23, the Bible says, she goes before the Lord. And I'm amazed because when she is going to talk about the Bible, the Bible finally has the thing to tell us that. Is uh, Isaac sees that his wife is and he goes and pleads before God. And the Lord hears his prayer. And then Rebecca becomes pregnant. Rebecca conceives. After Rebecca conceives, Rebecca goes through an experience according to the word of God in Western Israel. The Bible says, after she became pregnant, the children within her struggled together. And she had to ask the question, if all is well, why am I like this? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If all is well, and I think it's a question we should ask ourselves. Sometimes we need to ask ourselves,
But I think it really did make me parents. Why? It's a thing that I always say in church. I don't know if you desire that or not. But each one of us should get to the point of knowing God for ourselves. Because it's not all the time that Isaac is going to go with you in prayer. Hallelujah. Rebecca went on her own. All that Isaac did was to do the duty of a husband and Rebecca gets pregnant. But for the next nine months, Isaac is not carrying the pregnancy alongside with her. He can only support. But the one who is hearing the struggle of what is going on within her is Rebecca. And Rebecca does not go to Isaac to say, I can sense a struggle within me. If all is well, why is it that she goes to the Lord? Hallelujah. She goes to the Lord and says, God, if all is well, why am I that? Why is there this struggle? And what we need to do that all all is well. I know we say it is well with my soul, but why is it like this? And not God said it is So the Lord answers her in this particular And the Lord says, The one I was doing in this particular is well. So the Lord answers, and the Lord says, when you look at nations, actually it's very interesting that different nations have got different destinies. Different nations have got different political uh, structure, economic structure, media structure, education structure. There are so many differences in nations. To the extent that others who want a certain kind of education structure or education system, they actually are willing to spend a little bit more and maybe send this child there uh, and sometimes send that child to that school in, in Malawi and not the school close to the house because they are looking for something. Hallelujah. So God says there are two nations in you. There are two nations. Number two, the Lord says, and there are two peoples. And these two peoples that are within you shall be separated from your body. Okay? I actually think, and this alone is for to you, I actually think this thing that God spoke and said, there are two peoples, they shall be separated from your body. I actually think still stands to this way. I think there are Jacob people and there are Israel people. And we're going to look at it as we carry on. And when God says, one people, one of them shall be stronger than the other. Now, if God is saying, one of them shall be stronger than the other, it means the other one is going to be weaker than the other. Hallelujah. And then God includes and says, and the other shall serve. So when the children are born, the Bible says in verse 24, so when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed, as God has said, there were twins in her womb. And the first one came out great, and, and it was like a hairy animal. So 
they call his name Esau, and afterward his brother is also born, and the very better they say, this one is called Jacob. And, and Rebecca remembers the word that Paul has spoken. I don't believe that Rebecca was born that way. Hallelujah. But when you look at one, you have to see that a lot of people try their lives on the Amen. And I think sometimes in life we need to ask ourselves that question. And yet I believe that this is the And we don't look at that today. Amen. Because you cannot expect to be behaving the same way and expect different results. So, let's answer the question again. What system are you operating in? The Bible says in verse 27, So the boys grew. Everybody say the boys grew. Say it again, the boys grew. So the boys grew. If I ask Mrs. Taylor, she has four kids, girls and half boys. All of them have four. Are you with me? All of them have four. Maybe she has four nations. She has four nations. Sister Patricia has three nations. Sister Mimi has three nations. Brother Emma has two nations. Amen. But all of us, after the food went in, that has happened to all of us, we have to go. Amen. So the Bible says, for the boys grew. Now, after they grew, the separation begins. The Bible says, at Esau was a skillful hunter. A man of a few, but how Esau is this one? Now, a hunter has, amen? A hunter has, a hunter goes to the field to hunt. And when he has gone to the field to hunt, the Bible says a man of a field. So he was going to the field to hunt. When you go to hunt, what is this what you do? For some of you who have not grown up in, in, in the village, when you go to hunt, you actually go to say, uh, I think there are some animals here, or there are some rabbits here, and they this. They do make a lot of noise to disturb the animals. When the animals come out, what you do is, you don't go, you don't run for all the animals. You run only for one animal. Amen? You run for one animal. You run for one animal. You chase that animal. You use it as regularly. You run for it because you know if I don't catch this one and kill it, there's no food today. You use all the energy you have to run for that animal. And in the process, there's a lot of sweating. There's the working very, very hard to produce the results that you want. But I want to say, God, your focus is only on one animal. When I 
And when it gives very little results, what improves Hallelujah. So that's what I Stop and This was a man of mine when Jacob was a man of mine when the rest of the says a man of mine but then walk when When you sit at home and you are not busy running after animals and you are not busy chasing after man as they were, you sit at home, you are sitting at home, you are not chasing after man, you are not sitting at home. The action is clear. One of the best things you need to do is you need to have time. Wherever you get to see that what? So the Bible says this man was well in debt. I actually think Jacob was a man who had time to And as you will see, anything he does after this, even though they are later on, he behaved foolishly as our God. But Jacob and you see. So the Bible says he's a man, he's wearing the death of the man of God. So you can actually conclude that Jacob was a man who would use ideas, a man who would use wisdom to produce the results in his life. We are too easy. We are too easy. We don't have time where we can just sit and think. And say, for I want to go where am I going with my life? Where am I heading with my life? Amen? So, when a person who sits down and thinks, you can give them something that will grow it and they will increase what you have given And fortunately, for a lot of people, if I get money right now, or if anybody gets money right now and give it to them, I will tell you the first thing that they will think about. They will think about spending. They will get it. They will, they will think so. And, 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 and you look into all this. But, but I also want you to know that thinking is hard. And that's why a lot of people don't want to think. Because thinking is not easy. Thinking is not easy. Thinking is really, really hard. Thinking stretches your mind. When you sit down and begin to think, you become, when you, when you are a man of the tenets, you actually think through a dark concept. 
and you look at that concept, you look at that concept, you begin to analyze the concept until you come up with your concept. For a person who thinks, and you give them courage, uh, they will have to think about a recipe that will make the very same cabbage. The others who get the same cabbage are just eating raw the way it is raw and raw and there will be some of who think I think this cabbage will become a very good dish if I get some onion and some, some cooking oil and some tomato and add a little bit of that. And, and people look at the version cabbage and they go, like, this cabbage is really good. Sadly, if sometimes you eat a meal, you actually say, There was a lot of thinking that went in producing this meal. And then there's a certain kind of meal, you look at it, water is going that way, and oil is going that way, and onion has gone to the west, and the tomato has gone to the east, and then the cabbage is in the middle. And they actually say, there is nothing in here. Hallelujah. All what Esau is thinking about is, go to the field, chase an animal, kill it, Bring it home. Isaac is sitting down thinking, okay, what are we going to do? And if Isaac would catch an animal at the Karate one day, he is going to sit down and bring it and his mouth. I get an example one time he made a home in Iran City. He went to bring the brother, and his brother at the park. And when he got there, he gave each of the parts. And 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 I can go to this last one. When I go home, the king and down the way. Then look at brother, who went at the same time, even chickens at the same time, went home, bread, and eggs. And started later on to eat from the cheeks of the chicken, the, 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 the birds, the chicken that came from this chicken. And one time I remember him telling me, God, you remember this day when we went to this place, I came home with my chicken and we ate. These are the eggs. Some of the eggs they shared with me. I ate mine. And the instead you begin to do is that you begin to get jealousy of the one who thought, even though he desired to have a chicken on the day you were also given a chicken, but he had delayed gratification. The challenge we have to go with a lot of people is that it's not delayed gratification. And I want you to know, you can pray all the way and cast all the demons you want to cast out. I still don't know too much until you change the way Hallelujah. So there are churches that have been built either on a Jacob system or an Israel system. There, there, there are families that have been built either on a Jacob system or an Esau system. There are some families I can show you that don't see them. There are churches that don't see them think. For them is Holy Ghost. 
and the existence as, as a spirit leads. I actually think that the spirit leads is refusal to be. Because the Bible says we have the mind of God. Why did God give us the mind of God? He is the spirit but you need to see it. So let's go to Proverbs 12, 27. And that's where we're going to end this for today. Proverbs 12, 27. The Bible says, the lazy man does not rust what he took in hand. But diligence is man's precious possession. Hallelujah. So, it's more like the Bible saying, a hunter is a lazy man. It's more like what he's saying. Because he says, the lazy man does not work, does not lose what he took in hand. But you know, you actually know that a hunter is not a lazy man. Because a hunter, the job he does is to hunt. And hunting is not easy. Hunting, you cannot sit on a sofa chair at home, reclining in the chair, relaxing in the chair, and then they ask you, Mubamba Dan, Emma's, Emma's all right to it. He said, I'm hunting. And then the hunting is right And they're going to ask you, so where are the animals? You cannot point on the ones on the screen. Because those ones you are not going to eat. I can assure you, hunting is hard work. But in that scripture, there is a word that the Bible has put in that word that defines why the lazy man, why the hunter is a lazy man. And the word is this. Let's look at it. It says, a lazy man that not what he he doesn't trust. I come over and they want to bless on that day. And they bring you more It is a blessing. And they say, I tell you, here is a breast chicken I want to bless you right now. Is she going to eat it raw? She will go through a process of adding some ingredients. Either she's going to barbecue it or fry it or, 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 or roast it or boil it or something. She's not going to behave like the, the Japanese. But, but you know what the Bible is saying like you have something, but you the roasting, the roasting process is what in today's day you call it value addition. You are adding value to what you do. From hunting, you brought it home. Now you are trying to make it something that is eatable. You take a raw material to come up with a finished product. 
if there is no value addition to what you produce, the Bible says you are a lazy man. And all you remain is a producer of primary commodities and you always sell what you want. Let me break it down. Because this is a very thing. When you look at Malawi, Malawi is at a very large It grows tobacco, it grows soya, it grows maize, we grow granuts, we grow a lot of things. But you actually find that the majority of our people are producers of the raw material. And recently, there's been in the newspaper that there's an order of about, I don't know how many thousands of metric tons of people that we can store in the Right now, people are trying to find people to send them over to When you check what happened with the people in this, I'm not going to go to all that. But we actually need to check what happened with the people in this. It is really useful for us. And that first is what is the media. They use it for the That's it. Because you are not, we find the things. Give me the things we use during. How do we breakfast? We order them from wherever we order them. South Africa and the like. They come here. That's excellent. For a lot of people, when they have to see it, it looks more like this year, they are trying to find out what Alright? Everybody was very happy with that. I'm not happy. But you know that for soil, you can come up with soil talk. You can come up with oil, you can come up with soy cake. And soy cake is very, very expensive because that's what we use for climate change. Same thing. And, 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 and here, my question the clients who started producing the clients who started producing soy oil, the clients who started producing soy oil. And, and you are the ones who go in Chicago and you say, as for me, this is all the time, I want to say, you know, this is the best. Not only the best, but the best. And you have to listen. Because all you need to do is to let's get it in the field and sell. The problem is because of Switzerland. Switzerland, when you read about Switzerland, they only talk about four months 
Let's, uh, if you've heard the time, I will give you stand up.